Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So please go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. My name is Michelle Waldner. I am a licensed mental health counselor here in the state of New York. I specialize in helping people overcome anxiety, manage stress, and reconnect to their true authentic self. That sounds really (laughs) nice. (laughs) It sounds like something (laughs) that everybody needs. So Uh, how how is it that you found yourself in this line of work? Oh my goodness. So counseling kind of fell onto my lap. Um, Ever since I was a little girl, I was always the friend that people would come to for advice or to listen to their problems. And I was always trying to be um, like Mr. Fix-It, you know, trying to help people and be supportive. And so I naturally um, fell into the career Um, and specializing in anxiety. I mean, this is me that I'm helping a younger version of myself, I guess. I have suffered with anxiety for many years, and I feel that I do my best work with clients who struggle with anxiety because I've been there. I love that. So, you know, it makes sense. And I think um, what people don't recognize is that you know, as therapists, we're also human. And so a lot of the times we may not say it outwardly to our clients because, you know, therapy is not about us unless it naturally organically comes up. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, you know, a therapist has been through or experienced some of the things that a client has. And that's what makes it sometimes easy to be able to speak their language and then feel like, huh, you really, mm-hmm. you're really well versed in, in, in knowing what that feels like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like that's one of the things that for someone listening who is considering looking for a therapist or has a therapist is that, you know, they're human and they also have their own experiences that, that add on to their, their schooling, their licensure, all of that fun stuff. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I think when I was in school, you know, in graduate school, we learn, I mean, so many things we're reading all these books Um, But when you have personal life experience, it's like you're coming from a different place where you're able to truly normalize and validate and um, just connect to your clients in a different way. You know, even when I felt my first panic attack, I'm like, oh, okay, I read about this, but feeling it is a whole different story, whole different ballgame. So definitely. Wow. So for clients that you see come in, right? For them, what is it that you recognize is one of the main reasons that they're struggling? Like the the anxiety, the stress, that's that's um, maybe not the underlying thing. Where do you think that's coming from for them? Like, is there any common themes? Is it like self-doubt, limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. family, relationships? What do you think? Yeah, really all those things, you know, um, a combination of self-esteem stuff, a combination of lack of self-care and what I mean by self-care, like truly, um, like mental, emotional, physical, overall well-being, not being prioritized, um, combination of like communication issues within their relationships that make them feel, um, 
less than, that affects self-esteem, transitional things going on where it's like a transitional period in life. Either people are just graduating college and they're like, all right, what do I do next? Or people graduating high school and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm entering this whole new world, you know, collegiate career. And I don't know how I'm going to make friends and I don't know how to like truly connect. And I'm moving thousands of miles away from my family. Um, Family stuff is in there also. So yeah, it's definitely not just the anxiety, not just the worry. It's like a lot of little things, um, you know, underneath it. But it's layers, you know, we always peel back the layers in sessions. Oh, yeah, I love that you mentioned the layers because I think a lot of the time uh, before someone gets to the point that they seek out a therapist, because I don't know about you, but I know I have a, a trend. I've gotten into the habit of asking clients, like, how long is it that you've been thinking about getting therapy or getting support before you actually did? And there's mm-hmm. a trend that, you know, it's been some time. It might have been a year. It might have been a couple of years. Um And that's just when they started thinking about getting support that usually whatever it is that they're dealing with, they've been dealing with to some level for much longer than that prior to. And so I think that it's the compounding kind of effect Mm -hmm. of layers of things happening over the span of their lifetime, to be honest, right? From when they're kids Mm -hmm. into adulthood that have a tendency to um, maybe reduce frustration tolerance or um, lead a person to get to a point where it's just harder to manage the way that they used to. And mm-hmm. at any point, it's it's helpful to get support. You know what I mean? I always say like at the earliest signs, just like medical <laughs> stuff, it would be best to probably have the support um, sooner rather than later, but it is what it is. For mm-hmm. you, what is it that you see for clients that really have a hard time maneuvering through their life circumstances, like what is the the thing that holds them back from making progress, from having more of that peace that you mentioned, that calm and confidence in their lives? Um, what holds them back? That's a good question. I think sometimes a lot of clients feel like like things are gonna just go away on their own, mm. or like things will resolve, or kind of like if I ignore it and avoid it and distract myself from it it'll just disappear. Um, and so I think that's part of it. Um, I think another part of it is just like lack of accountability, right? Like when you're in therapy, mm-hmm. you have a weekly appointment with someone who's going to kind of call you out on your stuff. And it's like, okay, what have you been working on? You said last week that you were going to talk to so-and-so about that thing. Did you talk to so-and-so about that thing? So I think having um, or not having the accountability, it's easy to just ignore, you know, the things that you want to work through and on. It's easy to um, avoid it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I think that, you know, that's the same things that I happen to see um, as well. And we all probably have been guilty at some point of something happening and then saying to ourselves, oh, it'll probably blow over um, mm-hmm. and work itself out, right? Mm-hmm. Now with the paper cut, you could probably, you know, let a paper cut do its own thing. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna, you're not gonna bleed out. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna die. You know, like you're not gonna have to be amputating fingers or hands. Mm-hmm. However, like, if you break a bone or if there's been some serious injury um, that causes more significant 
damaged to some extent, I guess, for lack of better words, Mm -hmm. that that can't be, we can't just be at home like, oh, this broken bone that's sticking out right here, it'll find its way back Mm -hmm. to the the previous position on its own, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this, um, this appendix rupturing, you know, that it'll just close itself up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, you need and, support. <laughs> and so I always like to put things in those medical terms because I feel like that gives kind of more of a perspective, you know? A hundred percent. I always say that. I said, okay, physically, you know, yeah, if something happens, you're not just going to ignore it. If a, you're at a pain level of 10 being in, you know, extreme pain, you're going to run to the emergency room. It's the same for mental and emotional health. Wow. So then for the opposite side then, For those who you see come in and they're dealing with life, right? They're, Mm -hmm. they're having struggles, maybe some of these major transitions. I think transitions are something that we never really get prepared for, you Mm -hmm. know, we never get taught how to handle and manage transitions. I feel like in school or, you know, in our families, because people are just doing what they know how to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But it does make it really challenging to move through them. For you, when you see clients that are coming in, dealing with, whatever constellation of life circumstances um, they've got going on, but you recognize, I don't know if I want to, everyone's a rock star. All of Mm -hmm. you guys are special snowflakes. Um, Mm -hmm. But for the people who have maybe more ease, not easy, but more ease or are able to um, implement and execute coping skills and make progress in their treatment plan, what are some of those common denominators? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I feel like those clients have been through the ringer. Like they're, they're like, I've already hit rock, rock bottom and mm-hmm. I know what that's like. And I'm just ready to move on up out of this place. Like I feel um, like they've been through the trauma. They've been through the just surviving. And they're like, I'm ready to make a change. You know, like I had an uh, enough is enough. And so those are the clients that I find are most motivated. But I like how you said that it's not easy, but they're they know what else is there. Right. Like it's only up from here. And so they come in ready to work. And, you know, again, it's not easy and it's not that they're going to be motivated every single moment of their lives, of their days. But it's like I know where I've been and I don't want to go back to that place. So I'm ready. I love that you mentioned that. And for some reason, the word resolution is what comes to mind. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And I, I Googled it just now. And and resolution is a firm decision to do or not to do something. You know? The wow. I love that. <laughs> the quality of being determined or resolute, right? Mm-hmm. So typically we hear resolve or resolution in terms of like New Year's, right? Mm -hmm. What are your New Year's resolutions? But Mm -hmm. I wonder how many people have actually looked to see like, what does it actually mean? Because to be resolute is a firm decision. It's not, it didn't say a decision. Mm -hmm. It says a firm decision. And so for someone who has, like you said, been through the ringer, they've gotten to a point where they're like, like you said, enough is enough. They've resolved that regardless of their circumstances, they are going to do whatever it is that's within their control and power to support themselves in the situation. And they're not going to do certain things, right? So it's yes. what are they going to do, but also what are you not going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
100%, right? Not fall back into old behavior patterns, hold yourself accountable, continue with the weekly sessions, you know, having your list of coping skills, all the things. Wow. So, you know, for someone listening who is, you know, managing maybe specifically the transition, because I feel like that's something that um, oftentimes comes back is dealing with work transitions, dealing with school, graduating, you know, Mm -hmm. relationships. So the transitional period, whatever that transition looks like for them, Mm -hmm. what are some of the major, you know, I don't know if I want to say tips, but some of the major offerings, things that you suggest or say to someone in dealing with a transition, if they're like, okay, you know, I know I need to get out of this relationship, or Mm -hmm. I know I need to get out of this toxic work environment, or I, you know, I know I need to stop beating myself up every day mentally Mm -hmm. and emotionally. What is it that you say to them? Yeah. I mean, I think first things first, it's acknowledging the space that you're currently in, right? Like the season of life, like really when when I say acknowledging, I think I mean more of honoring it, you know, recognizing like, this is a tough period of time, but this is a tough period of life for me right now. You know, I'm going through a lot. It's chaotic, you know, whatever the situation is, um, I'm in between jobs or in between like big life decisions and just respecting yourself and honoring yourself for being in it. I think is the most important thing that we can do. The next thing is having self-awareness, you know, recognize, okay, am I feeling really overwhelmed? Am I feeling really anxious about what's going on? And then take care of each of those feelings um, on their own, right? Like individually, if you're feeling really anxious about the transition, then it's what can I do to manage this anxiety that I'm feeling right now? And so that might mean that you really need to step up your self-care game. That might mean that you need to invest time and money into going to therapy. That might mean that um, you need to slow it down on, you know, your tasks and what you say yes to. If you're feeling really overwhelmed, that might mean, okay, I need to step up and organize myself better. So I'm managing my time more effectively. Uh, But I think, again, before you can even do that, it's honoring and understanding what it is that you're feeling so that you can take care of yourself. Yeah, I think that's really significant. Um, and it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think when you prioritize your wellness and you invest in yourself by having support like a therapist, you know, that it can it can be made easier than trying mm-hmm. to do it by yourself. Just kind of like closing the loops, right? That you mentioned those who struggle more are typically trying to fix it all, do it all, carry the weight of the world on their own shoulders without support. And those who are going to have more ease, not easy, but more Mm -hmm. ease in their process of going from point struggle to point (laughs) strive um, Mm -hmm. are going to learn how to utilize their resources, whatever that looks like. If it's a book, if it's a coach, a counselor, you know, your workbook, which I would love for you to tell Mm -hmm. us about here in a minute um, to be able to support them in, in moving through that process, you know? Yeah, 100%. There's resources out there, even if therapy is not your thing, or you feel like, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, then there's so many options. I mean, I think we are in this beautiful place right now where you can take a course, you know, from someone and it's like a one time fee, or you can, oh my goodness, social media, 
right? Like there's so many therapists out there on social media who are sharing amazing content. Um, so many people on YouTube, even Google, right? Like how do I deal with anxiety? Sometimes a quick Google search will do you justice. But yeah, so many resources aside from weekly therapy sessions, if that's not your thing. I love it. So I would love for you to share. You recently launched your first ebook. Congratulations to you. you. And, um, you know, I, what I love about, you know, the, the space that we live in is our ability to expand our impact. Can you see everybody across the whole globe? No, but mm-hmm. you can compile, right? Like a list in a book of, of your go-to kind of tips and techniques that you share with clients that are going to help them once they implement them, y'all don't out, don't be out here thinking you're going to buy an ebook and then boop, all of a sudden, like, oh my gosh, my life is great. Like you're going to have to read the book. You're going to have mm-hmm. to follow the directions, implement the practices, be consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're going to get the best results. But we can easily grow our impact and help more people by creating things like digital products. Um, so I appreciate you, especially as a clinician for, you know, just doing your work and um, being willing to share your work with the world beyond the room. So I would love for you to share, you know, tell us about it. Tell us what what is in it. How does it help people? Where can yeah. they find it? Thank you so much. Yeah, I really feel um, honored and blessed that I'm able to talk about this with you and everyone and um, just share my knowledge and Um, expertise and just personal experience. Like I said, I've struggled with anxiety for many years. So the ebook is called Calm and Confident, Take Control of Worry and Stress. And it is really the perfect ebook for anyone who's struggling with worry, stress, anxiety, and who just wants to feel better. It's loaded with tons of information about what anxiety really is, how to manage it, It's loaded with a ton of coping skills, mindfulness tools, breathwork activities, um, information about self-love and self-care and ways to increase confidence, self-esteem, self-worth. So just loaded with lots and lots of gems, um, really for anyone who's on their emotional healing journey, um, like just beginning it, but also for those who have been in therapy or, um, you know, have like a bit of a background of the work that's done in therapy. Um, I also say that it's interactive. So you can, once you purchase the book, you're able to download it and type right in the book. So it's tons of exercises that you're able to do right in it. If that makes sense, that makes sense, right? Oh my gosh. I'm going to ask you when we're done recording, how do I do that? Because literally that's my favorite thing in the whole planet is an interactive digital product. So (laughs) yes, yes. All about being interactive. So much more than just reading about it, you're actually doing the exercises right on in it. So where can everyone find um, your ebook and also connect with you if they just want to, you know, engage with your content and, and know what you're up to? Yeah. So um, the information is all on my website at livehappycounseling.com. And so the book is on there. You'll see it. It's on the first page, um, the link to it um, on Instagram at livehappycounseling. You can also find me um, really Instagram. My, uh, I have a whole link in there that gives you information about where you can 
access me. I um, also record meditations so you can meditate with me. If that's your jam, um, breathe with me. I post a ton of videos on breath work um, and mindfulness activities. So Instagram, Live Happy Counseling, and my website, livehappycounseling.com. Michelle, I appreciate you so much for just, you know, being willing to come on the show and share your insights on what will help us, you know, live a more peaceful mindful present lifestyle and i just have to express my gratitude and appreciation y'all need to go ahead probably go back and listen to this episode again because i don't know (laughs) if you had a pen and paper and we're taking notes so you might have to listen to this one more again to really catch the gems and then start to apply them in your day-to-day life if you've really enjoyed this episode i highly suggest taking a screenshot sharing it in your stories and tagging us both why not at just sense gems and at live happy counseling that way we know that you enjoyed this episode and that you want to see more episodes like this. So again, I truly appreciate you and I look forward to seeing more about what you've got going on. Thank you so much. So happy to be here and thanks for having me on. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you. Thank you.